Hello, everyone. My name is Hank Sadala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun part two episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I was just showing this to Casey uh, before we went on. I, I didn't plan this, but here's the picture that we used for yesterday, right? And we had part one spiritual healings. We weren't planning for it to be part one and part two. And coincidentally, I just picked the picture. Here's the picture for part two. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like it was planned, but it totally wasn't. I just love how uh, spirit... Well, it was planned. Well, it was planned. planned. It. Yeah, spirit planned it. Uh, but yesterday we were only on for like thirty minutes, and um, and we cut it a little bit short, and we didn't really do the topic as much justice as we may have been able to had we spent a little bit more time on it. So we wanted to revisit it today for part two for spiritual healings. And please ask your questions in the comments. We love um, interacting with you if you have a particular question and share and subscribe, of course. And I'm just going to share this on my Facebook real quick. So. Uh, where do you want to start today, Casey? Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'll just share like a little uh, story. One thing um, uh, I've been, well, I guess not really story, but the things that have been kind of happening recently. Um, I've been doing more uh, spirit guide readings than I ever have done before. And um, I absolutely love it. But one of the things that I was kind of... Um, I had this idea in my head that there was a certain amount I could do in a day. And then I was like shot after that. And it was a very limited number. And that was true for me in that time. And uh, when I would start to try and push it and do more, I was getting all kinds of weird symptoms. I would be all dizzy and you know, disoriented and ungrounded and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then Hank was directing me to start asking more of these questions, you know, like, what can I do? What can I be? What can I allow in order to be able to do unlimited readings with ease and be completely <laughs> comfortable and grounded and peaceful and healthy and whole the whole time? Um, and so I kept asking that question and allowing things to start to flow. And like, and a lot of these old ideas and things, the idea came up after one reading I did yesterday where I was really like, I wanted to do a live stream and have fun with it, but I was like, I'm like, Oh, I'm shot. And then, um, a question came up. Um, does this have to be because you're doing readings? And I don't know. It, it wasn't necessarily even the way the question came through or anything, but um, I, something clicked and I was like, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, and then like, as soon as I had that kind of like this internal shift that happened in my view towards it, I was like, oh, I'm good. And I went on and I think I did more back to back mini readings than I had done on any of the ones previously. Well, and I thought I was like done for the day. And another testament to that, I know that some, I think even yesterday you were kind of not grounded when we started and that's when yeah. we, we cut it short. And today you just did an accidental one back to back because you scheduled on top of our showtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> funny story about that. I want, I was going to share this with Hank before, but then I decided it would be fun to share it with you guys. Um, so I, this morning, um, I had someone on my schedule for a reading and um, uh, I'm not going to give names. So this person had a, uh, unique name, like I, I don't know, like a whole ton of people with this name. Um, and also on my schedule later on in the day was a person with the exact same first name, same spelling and everything. And so um, I'm in the schedule and I went on and I start texting and I'm, I thought I was messaging the person that was scheduled for my first one of the day. 
And so I had this whole conversation, hey, you know, uh, about 15 minutes, you know, I'll reach out and then we can get started. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's great. And then she messed me and I had this, and we're getting close to the time now. It's like two minutes away. And um, she goes, yeah, I thought we were scheduled for later today, but that's totally fine. I can do it now. That actually works better. I went, wait a minute. So I uh -oh. looked at the schedule <laughs> and it was the wrong person. <laughs> so I message, uh, so I'm like, I have to message this person real quick and I'll get back to you in two seconds. So I messaged the other person with the same name. And I said, I'm so sorry. I usually message people 15 minutes before uh, just to confirm, uh, but uh, we're like right on time so we can get started now. And um, so she, she's like, oh yeah, that's fine. No problem. And then I messaged this other person that I <laughs> mistakenly was messaging. And I said, um, hey, you know, so sorry. I, we can stick to your original time. Or, uh, and I was just kind of a little frazzled by that. So I was like, but I know you said better earlier works better. So I can just do yours right after this one. And then, um, <laughs> so I finish up with the first reading and I'm like, all right, just give me 15 minutes and I'll jump on. And then I look at the time and I go, stir crazy shamans. <laughs> it's supposed to be happening like right now. Yeah, I got a message from Casey. It's just like, shit. And I had already had the awareness. I'm like, I know we're going to start late. And I, I wanted to push it out an hour. And then I'm like, oh, probably 15 minutes is enough, though. So I bumped it 15 minutes. And then you tell me that. I'm like, well, I should have listened to my knowing and gone out an hour. <laughs> oh, so that was just a fun little, uh, so, some pookly eye coming through from spirit there. No, but I, I know the person, too. They've come to some of our events in person. And it's like, yeah. It's a very unique name. So, like, what are the chances you would have two people with that same first name? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> so, and I only know that because they posted in one of the groups that they, the reading. I don't know if you saw the comment, but uh, they were very um, the the reading you gave was spot on. So I saw their their comment in the Northeast Ohio Development Group. Speaking yeah. of, if you guys are in Ohio, oh Bianca, Bianca is on. Uh oh, uh, I just I just gave her uh, a mini reading on uh, Bianca did you come from the free live um spirit guide reading group I'm just really curious I, I totally did not mean to click that I was trying to put up your groups thing and somehow the when I clicked this the comment came up no I clicked, I clicked like, it oh you clicked it oh man you're messing with me I'm like how did that even happen <laughs> I can click things too Hank you're not the only one with the click power <laughs> yeah that's true oh man now you're pookling at me man stop it <laughs> Uh, but either way, Bianca, uh, so glad you're here watching. Thank you. We're happy to have you. Uh. <laughs> well, well, anyway, I was trying to tell people, Casey started a Northeast Ohio Psychic Development Group. So if you wanted to go somewhere where you can develop your gifts as a reader, and I would be, I would challenge that uh, healers are welcome too, because it's a very similar energy that you tap into when you're giving a healing as well. So there is that as well. Yes, absolutely. Healer. Oh, uh, and she said, no, I'm live on your page. Uh, oh, so she was just, uh, she came in from the page somehow, uh, from Shaman's Way. So awesome. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so for if you guys are just joining us, because this is, I think, the first time we're streaming to Shaman's Way, uh, we're changing up where we're uh, streaming to. So if it's your first time catching Stir Crazy Shamans, this is all something that started kind of randomly. We were taking a class with uh, one of our teachers, Don Zane Kerfman, who's a, a Paco, a, a type of South American shamanism. And we were doing a spirit lodge, and we had just had to go to our, a virtual format. 
Uh, and I thought, well, you know, how much fun would it be to start a YouTube channel called Stir Crazy Shamans? And it was intended that Casey was going to be my first guest. And it was so much fun that it just became our thing. And, and <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been so amazing. And so much has uh, arisen, rose. So much came out of uh, this uh, little, uh, you know, like, hey, do you want to be on as a guest? And um, we've started working on these projects and collaborating and like a lot of magic is in the process of uh, coming together and actualizing uh, just from our interactions here. So it's been, it's been amazing so far. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'm glad that you're taking this road of possibility together with me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so spiritual healings, well, I guess is the topic we start. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, there's no rules. It's not like we have to stay on, on that topic. Uh, but, but we like to uh, go wherever the conversation uh, takes us. So if you have a comment, if you have a question, whether it's about spiritual healing or anything else, uh, we can certainly address that. It sounds like you have a little friend in the background that wants some attention. Yeah, she wants to get out. Maybe I should, uh, Hannah, do you want to leave? Is that what you're saying? Come on. <laughs> oh, as everyone sees that I'm uh, in my pajama pants now. Well, why not, man? Yes, why, why, I'm in pajama <laughs> pants too. <laughs> but I put on a nice shirt, so like it looks like I'm fully dressed. But I got my jammy pants on also. So. <laughs> I love it. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> Yeah, I can't oh. wait to find out. But anyway, spiritual healings, um, I had the awareness as I was going through my training at fellowships, because I, when I first started going to fellowships in Lilydale, uh, I was going mainly for the healing part of it. I had no interest in doing readings. And through uh, developing my gifts as an intuitive and a reader, it really is the same type of energy. Like if you're sitting down and you're really asking the question, what would be the greatest healing for this person? What would create the greatest possibility? Sometimes that might be an energy process and sometimes that might be a message from spirit, whether it be from a guide or a loved one who's crossed over. So it really is a very similar space that you're going to. Definitely. And I know that when I was first doing um, energy healing uh, for, well, not when I was first doing it, but I said when I started to learn more about how to do advanced energy manipulation. I got, when I when I was getting stuck and not able to do uh, or facilitate uh, healings uh, in the way that I, as powerfully as I was originally able to, was when I did start to think about like the mechanics of like, okay, how am I manipulating this energy and what can I do to try and blah, blah, blah. And when my healings got really powerful again was when I tapped into my guides around me, the people's guides that we're working with, tuned into their energy and just said, hey, can you guys just take over and do this? <laughs> <laughs> and um, then they're like, yeah, just step out of the way. And then uh, their energy just works through. And I have I, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they just, they do all the work. And when that start, when I, when I shifted from like, how am I going to manipulate and what can I do to heal this person to like, Hey, you guys just do it. Um, that's when things got really powerful again. You know, and that brings up a story. I was working on a client and I, I was in that question, like what can create the greatest? And I got do the 13th ride of Moon Key. And I'm like, 
I don't know what that is. What is that? And they're and the, and like the, they said, Lisa knows it. I'm like, Lisa who? And they're like, Lisa Marie Whitefeather. And she's one of my friends on Facebook. And I I I still don't know at that moment like what 13th right of Munaiki is. I'm like, okay, well, energetically I'm calling in Lisa, because there's ways in shamanism you can call in on the shadow self of somebody. And then um just energetically I was guided through to create this orb of energy above and it, it ended up being like a womb healing. It was like a, a healing for the productive organs of a, of, of a woman. And it's something from um, the four the four wind society, I guess. I like I researched it afterwards, and it turns out it's like a I think in line with like thirteen moons in a year type of thing. Thirteenth right of moon, Ikea is all about uh, feminine healing, and uh, Lisa's energy came in and uh, showed me what to do, and it was great. <laughs> but oh, I just got out of the way, and it's like, and then afterwards I'm googling. I'm just like, I can't believe all this, and then I find on the website that Lisa's listed as one of the people who took the training. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, as long as you can either tell me what to do or tell me who to call in that knows how to do it, I'm cool with that. Which is also one reason when I do like Reiki attunements, well, why do the attunement by myself? I call in like Dr. Uzui. Let's let bring in the man. Let yeah. let, 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 let him uh, show us like what, what is the greatest way to acclimate somebody to this energy. Oh, I'm feeling lots of possibility. <laughs> so um, uh, one thing I wanted to say was, yeah, we, all these beings, uh, one, they're all very alive and real. Uh, I wanted to touch on that for some reason to say that. But because they are, and those of us who know that, who are a little more tuned in, um, why aren't we calling on them for more? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're they like sitting on the sidelines. They're like, hey, coach, come on, <laughs> let me have a shot. <laughs> but yeah, you know, whether you're, if you're excited, I've been talking to a lot of people drawn to me for readings have been Reiki healers recently. And um, they're, they're spirit, like they got star beings and, um, you know, uh, Atlantean beings and um, like elementals and like all kinds. Of, and now she wants back in. Hold on. <laughs> Come on. Yes, you know, can be a part of the show. You know, um, they, think, they think that we're training our pets. But really, the pets are the ones that have us trained. We, oh, yeah. We, we clean up after them. We do all these things for them. Who trained who, right? <laughs> um, well, there, there someone, uh, I heard the phrase recently. Um, uh, dogs have owners and cats have slaves. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily agree with that phrasing, but I thought it was kind of funny. No, they definitely uh, have a different energy about their being people for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, so, but these beings around these, uh, hello, yes, <laughs> around these, around these um, uh, people who are doing Reiki, like there's, again, star beings, planting beings, elementals, all these wonderful magical beings, they're sitting there and like, they're telling me, they're like, hey, uh, we're ready to teach them how to do way more than this. And um, they're like, yeah, when they're ready, we're here, tap in and we'll show you how to do all kinds of crazy things. Um, so yeah, they like, they want to help us with, and it, you don't have to be a healer in order to tap into uh, to the wisdom of all of these spiritual beings, uh, whatever you're doing, like you've got an incredible support and guidance system with you. Uh, and um, so even if you're just looking to heal yourself and we all probably could use some healing. Um, so uh, yeah, know that um, you have access to these incredible, incredible beings that are with us all the time. So why not? Why not take yeah, advantage? And that's a, a great question to start your day asking is what light beings who in my, in access, we call them teammates in the shaman tradition that we practice. We call it the Yanapak in spiritualism. It's called the spirit band, my, whatever words you want to use. What, 
accompaniment can I engage that's with me right now that could be a contribution if I were only willing to receive and be open to allowance and start asking that and your days will unfold amazingly magically every single time oh yeah yeah and you know what's amazing to me too is um for people who are ready to receive it and I even think for people who aren't ready to receive it um <laughs> spirit is like uh it wants to give us like so much proof and validation of all of these experiences that we're having and show us like, Hey, you know, you, you, if you start to receive, if you're ready to open to, to receive a little bit, we're going to give you a lot more. Um, and uh, like a story that comes up is like uh, during a couple of these readings I've just done recently spirit of one of their, one of these people's guides came through and was like, uh, like they were, um, I don't know. I feel like they, they needed some kind of direct experience with their guides. And so their guide was like, Hey, um, tell them to close their eyes. I go, uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, so I tell them to close their eyes and then like the being will start doing something. And then like, uh, in the one case I saw like there was this flashing, I'm not going to, I don't want to go into too detail because these are private readings, but, like something like flash right towards their third eye. And I just asked her, I'm like, did you see that like flash right now? Like she's like, yes. And then, uh, like some other things happen and I everything I would ask, I'm like, okay, did you see this there? Yeah. And then I'd ask something else. And at the end there was just this beautiful, like experience that happened, but it was all like spirit was like doing this. Okay. Ask her if she sees it. Yes, she did. And then like, you know, so um, for those who are ready to receive it, not only is spirit going to give you proof, but like through giving you the proof that they're here and ready and willing to help, um, uh, they're going to start to heal you and teach you um, uh, like instantaneously. It doesn't have to take years and years to learn to communicate with spirit. It doesn't take, have to take years and years to heal from certain things. It can happen like that if you're in the space to allow it. Right. And point of view creates reality. One of the things uh, fellowships designed their entire program. I didn't know if you were considering maybe uh, have, doing that for fun down the road sometime after the <laughs> shaman apprenticeship program, but yeah. like mediums used to sit in development circles for years to get a message. And when uh, fellowships designed everything they did, they kind of watched what mediums were doing, unpacked it, which is like an NLP process and created something that, uh, you know, after one weekend, people were doing messages that sometimes would have taken someone else a year year or years to, to, to get to. Uh, so like, if you have the willingness just to receive and to not define what is supposed to be, then you can really open up to that possibilities. But if you do have it in your mind, it takes years to do that. I can't do that. That person spent 10 years of their life, but that same person can turn around and teach what they do in like 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that goes to back to the whole, uh, just like the way that we're taught. And I, well, this is, that's getting a little into some different waters, um, but, <laughs> but um, like the, I, I really think that, um, the powers that were that set up the structure of like these societies that we lived in uh, consciously or unconsciously designed certain phrases that get programmed into our subconscious mind. Things that, that people think like, oh, it's just a saying they used to say, such as uh, like, you know, um, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably true. Anything worth having is worth working hard for. Oh, that's a terrible implant. I know, right? But it, but like <laughs> so many <laughs> so many people have that though, right? And, and, and um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. You go ahead. So you're no, I, like the things like that when we align and agree with or resist and react to either of those. If you have a charge either way on it, it's something that locks you into duality. Uh, and and when access, we call it a glass ceiling, a limitation. So no matter how much you're consciously looking to change something, if your core belief is 
if I don't work hard for it, then, you know, then it's, then it's not, you know, worth, or I don't even know the energy of it, but like we do have this mindset that we're taught that if you don't like anything worth having is you have to work hard for. And then no matter what we're trying to create, then we create all this crap that goes along with it because you got to work hard in order to get for it to be a value, but it could come with ease. It's all these little subconscious things that create it. And I had one I've shared it with out on the stream before where I got stuck at a young age that rich people are unhappy. So you can either be happy or you could be rich, but you can't be both. And so like, what am I creating subconsciously when I'm looking to create abundance in my life? What, what's, what's weighing in more, my subconscious or my conscious? So to get rid of all these subconscious loads, lodestones of energy is how it feels. Uh, start getting rid of that, transforming that because those no longer serve you and you don't have to be a slave to that kind of stuff, only to your cat. <laughs> um, but but a great way to start to do that and if people say okay yeah but how how do i start to shift that get rid of that uh questions have been coming up for me a lot questions are a great way to start shifting that ask Wonder where you got that <laughs> from spirit it was from spirit yeah <laughs> spirit and um a very powerful shaman oh i'm seeing him now uh he doesn't have any hair on his head or on his or on his face yeah that's the image i'm getting this is this bald shaman <laughs> you can tell we never have any fun doing the show <laughs> oh i don't even remember what i was talking about <laughs> well how to change like when you do have these things oh, that you yeah. might not even recognize like how do you start to shift that and you were saying that the the shifting comes with asking a question other than a why don't ask why. <laughs> so um, like what, what I have been doing with people is um, I, I, so on top of being able to communicate with people, spirit guides, when I'm connected with them and communicating, I feel things happening in their bodies. So like sometimes a certain message comes through and like, boom, I just feel their heart sink. And there's just like really heavy sensation in their like solar plexus or something. So I'll guide them. I'd be like, do you feel that right here? And they're like, yes. There's like for a lot of people, they're like, whoa, okay. How does he know that? <laughs> but, You're um, going to a reader. <laughs> I guess so. That's true. <laughs> but still, that's a little intimate. <laughs> but um, anyway, so, uh, so I guide them towards that. And then, so I have them ask questions into that feeling, right? Um, and so that energy is, it's one of these blockages, one of these limitations, something that we're resisting, right? Or some, something like that. So I asked them uh, to go into that and um, I'll ask different questions. Sometimes I'll ask something along the lines of uh, body or this sensation right here. What is this acknowledging that I'm not willing to recognize right now? And that's a question I learned from Hank. Um, and then um, I just tell the big thing I stress to people though, is whatever answer your mind comes up with isn't what you're looking for. Ignore the words that come through <laughs> the mind. Uh, just feel whatever, feel how the energy starts to change and shift in response to that question. And then from there, I'll guide people like on another question. It could be, um, you know, for some example, um, what lesson is this heaviness trying to teach me right now? And then we might go from there and then continue further into, can I learn this lesson? without all of the heaviness. Then can I move on from that lesson without, um, you know, without continuing to, whatever, and just continue to go in that direction. And, uh, but asking those questions really opens up so much possibility. Because instead, if you're sitting there trying to go like, with an affirmation of um, like, I release you, you know, or something, <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's very limited, right? Uh, we're, we're saying like, this one kind of like, energy is what's going to get rid of it. 
Uh, whereas if you ask that quest those questions, now you're open up to like an infinite number of possibilities that could come through, and um, uh, and and help to actually like release that in the way that is like the path of least resistance for it. And in your example, this does feel like it was actually the person's energy or whatnot. But another great question to ask, if in the middle of a reading, you were to tell someone something and all of a sudden there's a heaviness, like ask them, is it theirs? Or maybe did they have a little tag along in spirit that they know that once they they clear whatever you're talking about, that their vibration is going to shift and they're not going to be around that person. And they're like sad, you know, like there's all kinds of different possibilities when it's a heavy energy too. Like, is it even yours to begin with? Is it something you have to dive into? Yes. Oh, and I just wanted to pull this one up. Uh, basically, I've started to recognize things I need to shift by listening to people like you guys. Yay. <laughs> a Nike, a Nike, a, Nike. Yes, that is a big part of like why we're here and doing this is to get people to do that, to start to shift their perception. And so, yeah, so thank you. Thank I thought you. we were thank doing this to have fun. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the main thing. <laughs> but if we can help some people too, hey, that's a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> help people to, oh, that was my thing, to heal, which is helping everyone appreciate life. We'll use that from one of our other talks from yestterday. What a great acronym for healing. That was from my friend Darlene DeStefano, who co-authored the book Spirit Talks with me, which is available on Amazon if you go want to, if you want to read a book that I was edited. She actually put in the book that the stuff I wrote was so far above her head that she dumbed it down, which is why I haven't really pushed my own book. Because I'm like, <laughs> you edited me, man. And I that was channeling that. You don't edit Spirit. But anyway, it was still, I, I could still say I'm an author. So that was cool. <laughs> so that was cool. I love that. Yeah, so that's cool. I could say I'm a teacher and author because I wrote a book. Uh, <laughs> oh. I want to put Bianca said, sometimes I feel sensations as well, especially when I read for others. Yeah. And there's a distinction between, since we're kind of talking about while you're doing the readings, there's a distinction between sensing and feeling and don't get caught up on the labels but like get that look at the energy behind the distinctions uh sensing in the context i'm using it is the awareness of an energy and feeling is when you have that awareness and attach a judgment to it so like if someone's in a funk funk right oh that's an interesting energy but if you identify that energy as anger or hate or depression or whatever label you want to put on now you've named it and now you you can sometimes take ownership of it when you label it. So uh, as a reader, it's a really good space to be in, to be in the awareness of that energy without labeling a, a judgment to it. Mm, yeah, definitely. And, um, uh, but, but part of that, the, the fact that you're recognizing, well, I don't know if you are, I kind of got the sense that you're recognizing that these are not your own sensations that you're feeling. Um, that's also extremely helpful because when if we start to identify um, with the feeling that we get, sometimes what happens is it was something we sense from someone else, but then we go like, oh, why am I feeling so sad? Or something like that, right? I know Hank is cringing because I asked why. Oh, <laughs> no, I couldn't even notice. <laughs> you called yourself out. I did. Look at the, you, 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 he's gotten in my head now. Uh, <laughs> so, and we, I give Casey a hard time about words, but it's especially when we're on the live streams. Like energetically, he may intend the energy underneath the word to be 100% correct. But um, if someone's listening and they hear the word why, you know, that that is a victim question. You ask why, and the universe responds by here's why. Here's another experience to show you why this is happening. And it's like one of those victim cycle questions. So it is very good to avoid. But I don't necessarily think Casey was probably the reason I didn't notice it is because energetically, you weren't really in that victim space. <laughs> when you asked it. But if you're watching, that's why we sometimes take a step back and beat each other up over word choice. It's not because we're doing something bad, but uh, especially on a live stream, we want to be as clear as we can. 
Um, but still, you know, when people feel that and they go, you know, like, like, oh, you know, I'm feeling sad right now. Like, where, where did that come, you know, or whatever. Um, and, and then when you, when it, when you, when it internally, you see it as yours uh, instead of like recognizing, oh, that's not, I was just sensing that because I was with that person. Then instead of just sensing it when you're in the space of that person, and then when you've disconnected and you're no longer reading them or whatever you're doing, then instead of just, it's gone, you know, you're not connected anymore. Now that you've said that like, you have the thought that, oh, this is me, uh, it may have originated because you were sensing someone else, but now it's generated and continuing on uh, as your own energy. And that's going to be a lot harder to get rid of. So a Access tool would be to ask when you have an energy, is it mine? Who does this belong to? And then they would say, return to sender with awareness. So you're, you're just sending it back with just awareness that it's there. It's not like a judgment that whatever it was was good or bad or anything. It's just like, well, this isn't mine, not my monkey. I'm going to give it back to the person because their shit is their fertilizer, spiritual human in transition. So you're not doing a kindness to somebody, being the wounded warrior, uh, absorbing someone's hucha, their heaviness, and working on it for them. Give it back. It's their shit. They need that to grow a beautiful flower and to um, achieve their potential and things like that. So you're giving it back only with awareness not a judgment about whatever it is, is good or bad. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And I'm just seeing Fiona's back there. She's like contemplating whether she's going to start complaining about. <laughs> oh, that's the cat's name, Fiona? Fiona, yeah. Or Fee. Oh. We just call her Fee for short. Okay. Well, Why are looking is... at me. Just, just like, what the heck, man? This is the most active I've ever seen the cat. Like, um, in and out, in and out, in and out. <laughs> Well, she's not happy. Uh, my uh, my my brother used to be uh, nocturnal, basically, <laughs> and and uh, so she had him to hang out with all night long, and then she had me to hang out with during the day if I wasn't working. Um, and now that my brother is back to work, the whole night she does she's she doesn't have anyone to play with her. So um, so during the day, I hear about it. She tells me all kinds of stories. And uh, she's got a lot to say to, to catch me up on all these things. <laughs> well, what beings in the spirit world would your cat be in awareness of that you could call in to keep the cat entertained overnight? Ooh, so I never even thought to ask yeah. about that. Well, that's what you have me around here for is to ask these crazy <laughs> questions. No, but no, seriously, what, what being that could also be an energetic, an energetic contribution to your space could the cat engage with at night so that Ooh. she doesn't, doesn't have to be as uh, vocal for you during the day? And whatever that being is and whatever prevents us from calling that being in, we destroy and create any block or limitation around that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So ask that little question and uh, tonight, and uh, invite some uh, cat. Okay. Yeah, we got Bianca asking a question here. Yeah. So Bianca says, "Question: Not sure if it's allowed, but for example, when you're doing healing on or for someone, how do you know when it's being sent during, and when it's completed? It is it also sensations?" For some reason, my mind is having trouble understanding that. I'm going to read it out loud one time, and then I'll see what comes to me. Questions, not sure if it's allowed. Questions are always allowed. Well, Gary Douglas <laughs> yeah. has a quote that there's no such thing as a stupid question, only stupid people who don't ask questions. Take that <laughs> for whatever it's worth. Uh, but, uh, but for example, when you're doing healing on or for someone, how do you know when it's being sent during and when it's completed it is also sensations so whenever i'm working with somebody uh, once i open up the energy and the space um, everything just kind of pops to me as i work on somebody and i know that 
you know, I'm just getting inspirations of wherever I need to go, what techniques I need to do. And there's always like a tipping point for me in a session where, especially during concerts when it's a group healing, but even during a personal session, I just kind of know when, um, when I've wrapped up whatever they're willing and able to receive in that moment that we've got there. And if I still have time in the session, then I kind of just do some energetic contributions instead of like going after certain things like once I have that point but it's just about being an awareness and knowing when you've hit a certain point mm-hmm. and, and and for me oh, are you gonna follow I, her comment? I she had another question <laughs> I have some fur babies in spirit I can send them oh no that's for your cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cats and playmates. okay no I thought it was a follow-up to what we were talking about <laughs> But that's also a great question. And access, there's a, a, a thing that you do at the beginning of a session that say, what energy could I, what energy space, conscious and choice could my body being a BAM be to gift this person only what they're willing and able to receive? And what energy could I hold to allow them to step into more possibility during the session? Because uh, people do bring their own healings with them. And some people, um, I have one example, like this one lady said, can you give me an example, like what kind of work you do? And I rattled off something and she goes, oh, She's like, yeah, I'm not ready for you. I'll be back when I'm ready for that. Like she even knew that like where I could take her, she didn't want to go there. And that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's, it's like being in the awareness of uh, gifting only what people can receive and not just being the energetic. Like my friend, my my bald brother, Brian in Hawaii, my shaman, <laughs> shamanic brother, I called him like the spiritual sledgehammer. Like he would go in and just whammo, like blast somebody <laughs> with energy. Uh, poor Ryan. I used, caused- I used to do that. I used <laughs> yeah. to do that all the time. And, uh, and, and while the the energy the effect uh, is is profound potentially sometimes it caused a little bit more chaos in people's lives than what they were really um, desiring at that moment so i'm i'm in the camp of i asked a question and i gift only what the person is willing and able to receive but at the same time holding the space well what would it take for them to be in the space to receive more and and always looking for that yeah and um <laughs> oh sorry i was just saying we got <laughs> Uh, faith said when i give reiki I get this warm feeling in my heart and when it's done things just feel con- feel content oh that's yes yeah definitely um and there, there is there uh uh like it you have to be tuned into what you're feeling from spirit you know because there, it, some healers and I, I went through a phase where this happened um where I, as i was um working on people you know i'd be doing this work and like i kind of knew i'm like okay, well it's done but then I'm looking over there and I'm like, oh, well, it's supposed to be an hour session, right? And so, like I said, then I'm like, okay. So then I start like unpacking and doing like all this, you know, uh, extra work. And um, uh, that like really could have been, in a couple of cases, it was too much for the person where they just got overwhelmed. And then like it took them time, like a lot of time for their physical body to sort of catch up to the work that was done. So instead of really like honoring and listening to what spirit was saying, like, Hey, it's time to stop. I was like, well, business got an hour, so better fill it. Um, and then it was, that was a little too much for that person. And they still ended up, you know, benefiting from the healing, but it just wasn't, it wasn't in a way that was as comfortable and smooth as it could have been. For that person. One thing that might uh, be a, a- if you ever had that happen again, just start asking. Like I, I don't. I tell people like it's not a requirement that we have to be silent the entire time. In fact, it's rare, a very big rarity that I would go like a whole session without talking. Uh, but because I would do some sort of like asking a question might open up a different space and possibility, or just holding the bottom of their feet and just being with them for the rest of the time. If it that they really were cooked <laughs> as right. much as cook them like well i can just be present or even telling the person you know i feel we've gone as far as we can go do you want me to just be present with you and hold energy and space for you to to just relax or um you know we can 
schedule a, another half hour a different time since we didn't use up the full hour. I've done that before too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and you know, now that I have more of a, uh, now that I, I brought spirit in, no, that's not the right word to say it. Now that I'm working with people's guides and, and my own guides and like letting them do the work, um, things are definitely different, you know, now like I'm, it's not me, um, doing it at all. And so that, that, well, I mean, I'm, I'm the facilitator. I'm the body that's allowing the healing to happen. But I'm like, I don't even, I, like, there are times when I'm, you know, people ask me afterwards, what were you doing when this happened? You know, like I felt this and what was that? And uh, I have to tell them like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't do that. That wasn't me. That was this guy over here. Um, uh, but um, so, yeah, I mean, I think certain, like surrendering in a way to whether you're communicating directly with guides or not surrendering to, um, you know, uh, whatever they have to provide from the spirit, be it directly from source or through a spirit guide um, and like really honoring what's coming through, you know, and, and you know, just stepping out of the way and, and allowing that to come through uh, will, will open up a lot more possibility for you to oh, go ahead. You had your mind no, open. Oh, no, I they saw the comment, but I was just waiting. <laughs> I didn't want to bring up the comment. To our neighbor, not you were talking about. There you go. Oh, that's no. Good. Uh, yeah. Tracy says. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so Tracy says, hello again. I have read yesterday. Thank you again. I do have a question. I am a healer and I am super sensitive. I go out into public and I feel everything good and bad. How do I shut it off until I need to know, need, need it, or how do I block things at times? It's just too much. So two things on that. One, if you really find us yourself in a, in a, um, like you just get blindsided with energy. Cause I, I don't believe personally in protecting at least not indefinitely. I think of it like a fire, right? If you're in a burning building, like there's all this awareness around you and it's really overwhelming. You get a blanket, you put in water, you throw it on yourself, get yourself pla a place where you can uh, process again. And that's the type of protection that I promote. It's like, if you're in a situation like that, go ahead and bring up an energetic shield for the moment that you need it and ask your guides like, you know, can you please um, limit my awareness in this moment? But the, the reason why it's so overwhelming is you, you said it in your own comment, it's good and bad, right? So you have points of view about the energies that you are being aware of. And so when you're in a space of judging something good or bad, and this is not necessarily something that happens overnight, but the tool would be to look at those energies. Wow, that's a very interesting point of view. And it takes a charge off of the judgment about it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something that uh, uh, for a long time, and even to this day, like still certain energies come through. And like instinctively, I want to like judge them as like, wow, that sucks. That's really uncomfortable. Um, but uh, lately, as I've been doing like more of these readings and connecting with people, um, it really is just about being in that space of like just sensing it and feeling, you know, um, it's, it's a sensation. If you're super sensitive, like me might be really, really intense. Um, but really, really intense doesn't have to mean bad or even uncomfortable. Uh, and oh, go ahead. No, I'm agreeing. I'm, oh, I'm, yes. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I have a question to throw out there afterwards, but I, I was just really in the energy of um, going along with what you were saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so, um, uh, but another thing that I've learned recently is there may, that you may need um, to become, how to put this? In my case, I thought it was like, if I become less aware of certain energies or whatever is coming through, then like that'll be more comfortable for the time being when I get overwhelmed. Uh, but I've actually learned sort of the opposite has been, it may not be true for everyone, but for me, um, opening up m more and realizing like, okay, 
this intense energy I'm feeling like, oh, there's a being right here and they're trying to communicate this or like that being is doing this to that person over there. When I then recognize and I'm consciously aware of like what the energy exchange is or where it's coming from, um, then uh, it doesn't feel as overwhelming um, and it's not uncomfortable anymore. And in fact, the more that I do that and the more that I um, uh, start to recognize all of the complex happenings in spirit, the less and less I even get to that place where I'm feeling that overwhelming energy. It just kind of like it started to really settle down the more I step into like really accepting and allowing um, whatever needs to come through to come oh, through. So I'm glad you threw allowing it after you said accepting. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, really like even being out in public as a healer, um, you've said, heard Casey say it on previous episodes, probably myself too, you are but the hollow bone for the energy. And whether you're working with a client one-on-one -on -one or you're in a public mall where you have all this energy coming at you, be but a hollow bone, allow that energy to move through you, not to you like a cloud through the sky and in, in that space you just become like a conduit of redistributing life force energy that's what really a shaman's doing they're the hollow bone and they're constantly just in the state of flow and flux and allowing them to flow through them and hello shirley that's my sister she's uh, I mean, this is our first uh, uh, stream to periscope in quite some time so it's nice to see that you're watching again tracy i just wanted to say also i want you to ask a question that i had to ask myself um, and one is, uh, so for example, are you, I'm sure you're feeling when you do healing sessions, really intense, strong energy, um, during the healing sessions. But and for me, and I'm just going to tell a story because I feel like that may resonate a little bit. For me, I started to realize that, uh, as I was, when I was in a session and I'm doing the, the healing, like really intense energy would flow, but because I knew I was in the space that I'm, I'm doing healing. Um, it was just really, it was beautiful. And I, and I was like, yes, this is going towards healing. So awesome. Like the more strong energy, the better, so I can get this work done. And it was, it wasn't uncomfortable. It was like really strong, super intense, but I was like going with it and it was awesome. But then when I felt that same level of intense energy, while well, I was like, for example, at the grocery store, the same level of intensity, but now I'm like, oh, I like, this is not the place for it. And I wanted to shut down and get everything. Um, so again, that, that's just the, that was one of the points that got me to start to question: is this um, is this really actually bad? Is this actually causing me suffering, uh, or am I just judging it based on um, you know the circumstances around how and when I'm feeling the energy? Um, and, and that line of questioning can lead you into sort of shifting your. Uh, the way the relationship with those sensations. And Faith's comment has something good too that will add to uh, Tracy's question that she brings in her spirit animals when she feels intense energies. And that's a great thing. Like if you are feeling overwhelmed, ask what beings of light, what guides, teammates, spirits uh, could be a contribution to help me work through this or be with this right now. And and you can always call in your allies and have that be a contribution for you as well. So I love that comment. Thank you, Faith. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, Zane would say that, you know, if you're walking through the supermarket and you can tell that the person in front of you is all agitated and they're, you know, he's spitting off all this hoochah and heaviness because they're all annoyed because the clerk's taking too slow or the person in front of him doesn't have a mask on or whatnot, that energy is fair game to process if you are, if you have a technique that will allow it. And the one that Zane teaches uh, in almost every class, because it's such a great technique, is the Saman Chikui, which is uh, father, it translates to father's ring. And so if you, uh, just to give this tool to everybody, basically you just uh, allow yourself to be centered, 
take a couple deep breaths, whatever you need to, to do to get to a place of just a little bit of centering. And you just allow the energy from the heavens, from the Hanuk Pacha, the upper world to open up and just allow a purple iridescent rain cascade down through the entire area all molecules of being you just allow this purple rain to cascade down through everything with the idea that it's washing all the heaviness all the way down to the very bottom of our energy field where it becomes a beautiful gift of fertilizer for our beloved pachamama mother earth and she takes it hungrily for her it's fertilizer where she's going to use it to grow blessings for us so if you feel overwhelmed too whether it's that technique or something from reiki uh, just allow the energy to flow and move it and give it to something where it's going to transmute and become something a possibility instead of happiness. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was interesting that you put that, that like it's out in public and that person's spitting that off. So it's fair game yeah. <laughs> to take that. Yeah, fair game. You're, you're, shooting, you're shooting over your energy field and other people's man. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm, I'm either hoochamikuing it, which is another technique, samanjikuing it, something. Uh, it's fair game to transmute at that point. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> Cause I did, you know, I, I always, like, I'm a big, big on um, asking uh, permission uh, when like doing a reading or healing or whatever, I, even though the person has already said like signed up and is like here and like, yes, I'm ready for this. I still always ask, do I have permission to energetically enter your space to do this? Um, and, uh, um, but so yeah, so when you brought up like, Hey, it's fair game. They're out in public. That kind of shit. I was like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. I guess <laughs> if, if they're, if they're affecting other people's energy fields that much, then like, yeah, all right, let's transmute that into something a little more we beautiful. Can, we can probably do a whole episode on the whole idea of permission or not permission. Cause you'll, you'll find out as we go through the shaman program, it might have a different perspective after a couple of Zane's classes. Mm. <laughs> so uh, we'll save that for another one because it really could be a whole deep dive into a whole nother different, different uh, philosophies and things like that. And then net uh, just said, she said, received a reading from Casey today. And it was very inspiring. I have this pure white light energy trying to emerge from me for a long time. This shaman's way is very important informative. First time viewer episode 35. Now I'll be busy watching the other 34 episodes <laughs> for sure. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Nanette. And that was such an awesome reading today. Thank you so much for letting me do that. That, that one was really magical. I don't know if you caught before and were listening. Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I realized well, it was not appropriate. Um, but, but yeah. Oh, let's just, she outed herself then. That's, right. <laughs> That's all right. uh, But just to create context, uh, Stir Crazy Shamans is what Casey and I do together. Shaman's Way is a separate thing. So all the Stir Crazy Shaman episodes are on one uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Shaman's Way is another one. But we just started, uh, we're changing up how we're, where we're streaming to. So we're hitting uh, Casey's Facebook page. And like starting tomorrow, I'm not even going to be broadcasting to my personal page anymore. I'm going to start a watch party on my phone. So people on my personal page, but we're going to be able to pick up another plate, a couple places where we can uh, have our stream go out to. And if you're finding contribution uh, and, and you're receiving lightness from this, uh, please subscribe, share, do a watch party if you're on Facebook and share it even more and just help get the, I like calling it the contagion of consciousness out there. <laughs> let, oh, let us go viral. Is it too soon for a viral joke? was <laughs> <laughs> saying, uh, when you did my reading, I could literally feel your energy in my space. It was pretty weird. Um, yeah. Uh, so you, you're, oh, I remember which one yours was too. Funny. So I do so many times they blur together, but I specifically remember the being that came through and everything. But yeah, I, I do. I, 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 so I'm there in spirit um, with you. Um, uh, so like I, I kind of just, I have this way of just instantly like 
teleporting sort of spiritually, like astrally, not astrally, spiritually, uh, it's a better word for it. Um, But uh, so, yeah, I I am present in the space. So if you're sensitive enough, like which uh, you are, um, then then people will feel me there. Um, So, yeah. Oh, that might be one reason why you especially like to get permission from people knowing uh, how you're working just to make sure they're also not uh, taken aback when, hey, who's this weird dude showing yes. up? Yes. <laughs> and and it's funny uh, because some people have very um, really protective guides and energy around them. And was that? No, that was someone else. I was going to say I thought it was her that something happened with. Anyway, it was someone else. Anyway, um, oh. They blend together. <laughs> Bring it in. What were we talking about? Uh, asking permission and your energy people being aware oh, of yeah. their space well, some, sometimes what happens is like people's guides will come up to me like like i don't know they'll be for example like a lion or something and like i walk up and that lion comes up to me like, uh, like and then that I was the best me. lion impression i've ever heard <laughs> wow and i'm I, gonna take i'm making a snippet of that and putting it somewhere that was great <laughs> but then it's like, but then I, what I do, I, I, I go into that space of like allowance and just, and, and then uh, like, I'll, like, for example, this has happened a few times where like with an animal like that, where I reach my hand out and then the, like kind of, and they relax and then, and then they just look down and then we're all cool. And then I can start doing the reading. Uh, but like, I think what happens with a lot of people, it was my energy. Um, I'm sure you can feel it, Hank, and probably open faith and other people that I've done readings for, um, I have a lot of energy that flows through me at a given time. So sometimes that can be like a little um, like overwhelming for really sensitive people. And uh, I think sometimes for certain guides or, or people that come through, like they, they're like, whoa, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Um, uh, so yeah, like the permission thing helps to, I think, like prepare people yeah. a little and, bit for that. And every, um, in, well, not, I don't know every single uh, belief system around spirit guides, but in spiritualism, you have a gatekeeper and that gatekeeper's job is to make sure nothing energetically comes in that's not welcome or that you can't handle. And the uh, Peruvian tradition, the first animals like uh, the Anapec would be traditionally like a serpent, like a protective energy. So everybody has that that little layer of, you know, stay out type of energy when it's needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are, and I, in lots of the readings that I've done, a being will come through. A lot of times people end up asking about that being. Some being will come through and they're like, what is that guy about? Or what is that animal about or whatever? And then I ask them and they're like, yeah, I'm like, they're the bouncer. That's basically what it comes through. Like they're the bouncer there to say like when, the, and then, but it's all, it's fun. Like some, some guides, I'll, like some people I'll ask, uh, like the guy, the guide will say something like, um, uh, like ask them if they're aware of that feeling uh, when like something comes through spiritually and like they get really afraid, but then like two seconds later, they're like, Oh no, I'm fine. I'm relaxed. They go, yeah. And then they're like, okay, so that's me. And like, they show me this image of like being showing up and then like how they're like, Hey, uh, you're not welcome here. Get out. And then like, that's where the feeling of like that relaxation of going on protected and fine comes from. So, absolutely, um, yeah. So a lot of, we're, we're all, we're all aware of a lot more happening in spirit than um, we give ourselves credit for. Uh, I th- definitely. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would it take for us to be completely aware and allowance of all the possibilities that are around us from the spirit world and beyond <laughs> and everything that doesn't allow that we destroy and create it. 
Yeah. And if you're uh, still with us, uh, we're about 50 minutes and we've had a lot of wonderful contributions today. If you have questions or you have a comment, uh, we'd love to interact with you if you want to go ahead and make that. And also take a moment to subscribe to Stir Crazy Shamans and Shamans Way. In the description, there are links for everything. So you can go there and um, do all that. So, But thank you everybody so far who's contributed. Yes. And uh, stay tuned to Shamans Way on YouTube. Um, we'll probably end up doing another live stream reading today. Uh, on there because I've been having so much fun with them. So check that out later if you're interested. <laughs> and since he doesn't pre-schedule them, the only way you'll be in in time to maybe get that little mini reading is if you get the YouTube notifications. So definitely subscribe. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm going to be doing, I had the inspiration, Spirit gave me a new acronym. So I, a while back, I'm going to be doing separate streams on this. Uh, probably on my channel. I don't know. We'll see where it's going to be. But I got this whole little cool acronym for COVID, creating opportunities via intuiting divinity. And I'm going to be doing like a 19 part series, like one tool a day of, of what you can do to get in touch with your intuition and tapping into divinity. So that's going to be fun too. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, This is the most, yeah, because we live on opposite sides and everything. So it's good to see you virtually as well. Oh, wonderful. Opposite sides of the world or the country? Oh, country. Oh, okay. state. Oh, we're, like, she's on the east side. I'm on the west side. And uh, <laughs> we don't, don't see each other too much. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was fun. This was uh, this is absolutely wonderful. Thank you all so much for be for interacting, asking questions, and sharing today. Um, that's what makes these episodes really fun and magical for us. Um, I mean, just hanging out and playing and having fun, this, like, great but when you guys are interacting we're talking about the things that you're interested in um like like that's that's what we want to do that's what we're here for so yeah all of the comments all the questions um spirit bring us more of those because <laughs> that's great yeah. and, uh, and and fiona says um that she wants everyone to acknowledge that she helped out during today's uh live stream <laughs> She just, she just wants the recognition and the thanks and the, the praise. Well, she's very happy for whoever it was that has some fur buddies that can be sent over to be nighttime playmates with her. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, that feels like a very comfortable place. Do we, want to give a, do we want to give a uh, final thought? I think I did with my COVID thing. I, that's kind of like what, uh, something just got for me. And if you can, like every time you see something um in facebook that's that's where i kind of got this inspiration from is creating opportunities via intuiting divinity if every time we hear COVID, instead of going to a place of fear which you can also re-identify as feeling excited and ready i'm big on acronyms i'm an acronym nerd uh, mm -hmm. but what what would what possibilities could we create if when we we're talking about the pandemic if we could go to a place of possibility and a place of centered and oneness instead of a place of fear mm -hmm. so i will leave you with that and to look forward to those episodes yes uh, I'm just going to say thank you. I'm so grateful for everything that's been happening lately. All of these wonderful people who are uh, tuning in to these live streams that we're doing. Uh, and I, I just want to thank you all so much for uh, bringing your energy uh, with you and, and just being present and um, for being you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nike, 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 Katari Kuno. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all your unique voices in this world. All right. We will love you both. We love you all. And we will see you next time.